Hello and welcome to Ears Wide Open, a project of the Open Book, the world's most beautiful second-hand bookshop at 201 Ponsonby Road in Auckland. Today we're doing a special edition with Megan Blakey of the Book Discussion Scheme. On the 22nd of May, the Open Book and the Book Discussion Scheme are doing a special book night event at the Open Book, focusing on banned books and having some local writers read. You can listen to podcasts from them uh, either earlier or later than this podcast, depending on what order we drop them in. But today, Megan is with us to talk about her history as a reader and the book discussion scheme and book night itself. Welcome, Megan. Hi, Anna. Great to be with you. It's so nice to be with you. Now, we're talking to each other across the interwebs uh, tonight. I'm in Auckland and Megan is in Christchurch. So hopefully the quality is all right. I hope so too. We've had a few glitches to get to this point, but hopefully uh, it'll be all worthwhile. So, Megan... I wondered if you could start, you sent me some um, of your favourite books and I wondered if you wanted to talk to me about your history as a reader because books and writing and reading are obviously very central to your life. (laughs) Exactly. Well, I think as a kid, I loved um, imagination and escaping into imaginative worlds. And um, so I loved The Hobbit and, you know, those sorts of books. I then got a bit more serious and got into history at university so I guess um, my attachment to books was to glean information and analyse what was going on in the world but as I've got older I think a lot of the reason I read is to be inspired and whether that's to get a different perspective of the world or um, people's view on various things but I always am drawn I guess mostly to books that have that glimmer of hope or a character develops and you know and there's that hope at the end of the novel that yes you know you can see that there's going to be some change or something positive going to occur. And of the books you sent me, some of your favourite books, is that a theme that comes through in those? I think strongly. I love um, being able to empathise with the character. So I've really, the books that I'm drawn to, I really want to know more about those people and their workings of their heart and mind and soul. So yeah, I, I really have to connect somehow with the character. And do you want to tell me about one or two of your favourite books? Uh, yes, one of my all-time favourites is old Harold Fry and the Unlikely Pilgrimage of Harold Fry, um, written by Rachel Joyce. And I think um, the author, she's just got an incredible understanding of human nature and the way you know groups work together and that sort of thing. And, and so I really was drawn to that character, and he has to deal and sort of with his emotions in retirement. And yeah, so it, it was. A metaphorical journey as well as a physical journey he walks from England to Scotland so he's got a lot of time to work on himself (laughs) what is it that sends him off on that journey Megan he I think he gets insight that he's pretty bored and he's got a loose end um, in terms of a work colleague who um, he 
realises has cancer. So I guess there's unfinished business and that's what sends him off. Other other books that I've liked, you know, local Kiwi writers, it's the same sort of thing with the Rikuhu Bone Sings, you know, an understanding of Moriori culture and just sort of connecting with that main woman character who has sort of a dilemma of where does she fit? She feels a bit of an outsider in society. So, yeah, I enjoy that sort of unravelling and, and finding your niche in the in the planet. So is it the transformation of or taking yourself away from where you are at the moment as well that you like harking back to your early interest and your interest in history? Um, I guess so. I hadn't really thought about it like that. I think I just... As in life, I love to meet um, people from different cultures and things like that. So I guess in my reading, I also want to meet, the, you know, unusual characters or, yeah, people who I feel are still learning, changing, growing. And, yeah, that sort of excites me. So tell me about when you first knew that you were a book person, when you could <laughs> identify yourself as one of this tribe Honestly, I can't really say. I suppose it's just always been in my DNA. My dad read a lot when, I, you know, I just remember him reading a lot of non-fiction. I guess there were always books in my home when I was growing up. So just that love. I mean, I just can't can't not, you know, go into a bookshop. And that's how I discovered the open book because I was wandering around Ponsonby and went, oh, wow, what's all this about? And, of course, to come to a couple of retail purchases <laughs> good we like that <laughs> so yeah I think it's just always been in my DNA <laughs> would you for our listeners who are not in Auckland would you describe the open book for them a little bit oh golly well it's intriguing because I think there was a, a board on the footpath and it kind of had a teaser or some sort of statement I thought oh I just kind of have to go up the steps and discover this place and so walking in it was like little rooms where you could just be drawn to you know wonderful book covers and yeah it's just a lot of variety so it seemed like the place you could just chill out you could probably you know sit on the floor or grab a chair on the couch and you know just sit and peruse everything and um, have lots of fun and just be really exposed to I don't know just it's a real wide selection of books that perhaps normally I wouldn't even gravitate towards um, in the library or elsewhere so yeah it's a really intriguing place and if you haven't been I recommend popping in. It is a nice place to spend time. <laughs> so are there areas you'd hope to read more in in the future that you think oh I could branch out? I suppose I do, I have a, a, a love of science fiction, so maybe, you know, just branching out into different authors a little bit. I think that's probably something that's developed being part of the book discussion scheme where I work. A huge diversity of book titles. The, the premise that we work on is that we lend books to book groups so that everyone in a, in a small group or their book club gets to read the same book at the same time. But we cater to a really wide cross-section of um, readers and, and interests. So I guess just working where I do I've been exposed to a huge range of different topics and countries and writing styles and and that's really widened my taste.
least. Probably I had a, a love of initially, you know, and for many years I loved murder mysteries and that sort of thing. Oh, and me I still, too, me too. Yeah, I still do. I think I've really broadened from, from that point and can pick up quite a range of different kind of books now. So, yeah, that's exciting for me. If someone was starting out in science fiction, where would you recommend they start? Oh, golly. Station Eleven probably is one of the most recent ones. And, um, again, there's that element of hope. It was There was the literary aspect, the Shakespeare, that's a band of, um, you know, it's post-apocalyptic and there's a band of um, actors and they, and they play Shakespeare. But, again, at the end, there's always that little hint of hope, which um, I really, yeah, click on to so that was one I, I really enjoyed and could recommend because I think sometimes people who aren't science fiction fans sort of don't know where to start with the genre don't they? they think oh it won't be for me but actually there's some great writing to be had and some great stories oh exactly you know and I love science fiction films and things like that I think what draws me to that is is imagining different worlds and different scenarios and I guess that's what books do you know fiction books generally they create worlds in our minds (laughs) Um, so whether you like science fiction or not I think that's what's happening when you read a book generally. And what about the book discussion scheme so tell us a little bit about that what's the history and why did it begin do you know? We started about 45 years ago, and in those days there was very little community education or adult education. It was perhaps difficult for women in particular who'd had children to go back to study. So um, we definitely have roots in the adult education sector and I don't know if um, some of the listeners will know of the WEA's Workers Educational Associations and we're actually a a sibling or um, initially we were kind of like a daughter organisation but now we are a sibling of those organisations and we started out in a garage would you believe (laughs) on the premises of the Canterbury WEA so um, yeah we just just, I guess the idea, unfortunately, I have to acknowledge the idea for for the scheme came from Australia, from the state of Victoria, but we um, modified it and we're the only nationwide book group organisation in New Zealand and, and probably in the world that we know of anyway. So yeah, generally we um, have people that are small groups or individuals that take out a membership and become part of a existing group and, and each member month generally there are various programs but most people tend to opt for a monthly book Um, and so we just courier out a pack of books and our own uh, professionally prepared um, material and questions for groups to use as a framework for talking about the book when they get together. Great so what what do you see as the purpose of this for people what do people gain and what I guess does society gain from having reading groups and discussion groups? Um, I think, as I've mentioned for myself, it does broaden your reading taste. Um, One of the, I mean, the the premise of everyone reading the same book, I mean, that allows you to be exposed to different people's points of view. So while, you know, you have a particular point of view about what you've read, I think that can be enhanced or even challenged by 
um, other people who've, who read it, the same book and, and can talk about it with you. So um, I guess, you know, there is that recreational side to um, book groups, but I also think there's, you know, it, it opens up, you learn a lot, you know, there's the possibility of, of reading about a different cu- culture or country or about a you know a different topic, and so you can um, learn quite a lot from um, from your reading. But there's so I mean I guess most of um, people that and you know are in touch with us um, and, and feedback to us just. Um, also like the companionship of a group of people that over the years, I mean, we have groups that have perhaps been together 10, 20, even 30 years. And so, you know, they can have really good discussions and, and support each other as well. So there's, yeah, there's a lot, I think as a society, you know, in in terms of society, those little groups are actually quite a a support group, but um, on an individual level, they're also, um, educating people and our byline is, is sort of open books, open minds. So I think it's it's equipping people to yeah, expose themselves to different points of view and different ways of being and yeah, just being open-minded. And I think that has a huge benefit for society, especially as, you know, politically and internationally, we seem to be um, getting boxed into corners. Or So I think it's really important for us to, you know, connect with others and to uh, read about different cultures and things like that. I think it's, it's really key. I mean, it, it, there's so many um, reasons why you would want to do that. You know, developing empathy and, you know, reading has just so many benefits. All the research shows the incredible um, cognitive and social benefits and recreational benefits. So I think that's all part of being, you know, part of a book group. And how diverse are your book groups, age-wise or gender or um, ethnicity? Yeah, we have, um, a, I suppose a, the general demographic would be, you know, 30, 40-somethings up right through to 70, 80, even 90-year-olds. We have a volunteer who comes in most weeks and she's 91 and she helps cover our books. Um it's about, I suppose, 10% or so of our readers are men. Um, we do have men-only book groups. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and do they so, read noticeably different books? Not necessarily, although they possibly gravitate a little bit more to non-fiction. We have quite about a third of our collections non-fiction yeah, possibly, but then a, a lot of men we talk to who are part of what we call mixed groups with men and women, they're quite happy to read the same book. Um, yeah, I, th- I think, you know, you can't necessarily generalise. The other thing is that we've got um, migrant, we've set up a, a collection of books for migrants, so they get to read slightly um, less complicated English. And again, it's that sort of social aspect of getting them together to talk about life in New Zealand and issues that they're reading about. Um, and we also have um, our book groups based in prisons. So that's quite an exciting development for us as well. How long's that been going on for? Uh, we've had, I think the longest running one is 
probably in its third year or so. So that's quite exciting. I mean, obviously, when you look at um, prison, you know, demographics, the stats are, are pretty bad in terms of literacy. So we just think anything that can help in that direction um, has got to be a positive. How did that get started, Megan? That sounds really interesting. I think we had a couple of people in Wellington actually contact us um, and, and set up a group and then we thought it was such a great idea and pilot that we contacted Corrections and yeah, just spiralled out from there. So um, off the top of my head, I think there's about five or six prisons that run different groups at the moment. So talk to us about Book Night then. What What is Book Night that we are hosting this year at the Open Book, one of the events for, which we're very excited about? Well, I'm excited too. Um, book Night is a f- way to promote reading and um, initially, I thought, oh, it'll be something that you know our members can get involved in. Uh, we have over twelve hundred um, book groups that have got a membership with us, which equates to about ten to twelve thousand members. Um, and then I thought, no, actually, it, it's broader than that. If we can have a platform, I mean, ideally, my vision for book night is that, that it's just a platform under which. Um, or on which any literary or publisher or any book-related organisation or a school or whatever can use as a way of promoting reading and its benefits. So I'm excited. I, I'm Each year, this is the third year we've run it, and each year I've approached different writers or different organisations or, like, you know, the open book this year, and... Yeah, just trying to get enthusiasm in different towns and cities. The idea is that people read. It's a very low threshold of 15 minutes or more. So it's to encourage not only regular readers, but people who are reluctant readers um, to, you know, just have an easy threshold, read pleasure for the 15 minutes or so, and then register on our website. Um, and the, and it's What's the, the website address there, Megan? So that is bds.org.nz forward slash book night. But if you Google book night in New Zealand, I'm sure it'll, it'll come up. Um, and each each person that registers on the night of the 22nd of May gets to put a wee location start on the New Zealand map. And last year we had a spread from Northland to Stewart Island. So it was really cool. You can click on a star and people can write comments, have a photo or a selfie. And it's really cool. It's an opportunity to sort of see the family of readers in New Zealand. So I just hope that the platform is taken up by a lot more organizations and and you know and everyone in the industry sort of gets on behind it we've got a lot of schools and libraries that um, have shown support over the last three years so we just hope that continues great what an exciting thing to be involved in (laughs) yeah I'm thrilled Um, and I just think if it's anything anything at all that promotes reading um, has got to be you know um, has got to be supported amazing that sounds great. Well, I think that we've sort of rocked through most of those questions there that I had. Is there anything else that strikes you as important to say to our listeners? Um, 
Hmm. I think if you are interested in book groups, I suggest coming to Book Discussion Scheme. It's a um, you know, have a have a read, see what we do. We'd certainly welcome you into our um, family of readers. And, you know, I just think it's a great way to meet people in your community. So, yeah, and, of course, support retailers, uh, buy local, read New Zealand authors, all that sort of. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Megan. It's been a real pleasure to speak to you. Thank you, Anna. This has been Ears Wide Open. And as Megan said, the event is on the 22nd of May. If you miss it this year, then uh, there'll be something happening next year as well. In the meantime, you'll be able to go and have a look at the map. Mm-hmm.